Hi, my name is Nick. Hi, and I'm Frederick. And this is the Music Podcast. You can find me at Music Podcast Three on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, you can find me at Radio Nick. On Facebook, you can find me at Radio Nick. And for me, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat under Frederick Grimsley underscore Junior and stuff. That's Frederick Grimsley underscore Junior on Instagram and Frederick Grimsley Junior on Facebook. And then on Snapchat, it's F Grimsley One. So. From all social media, just follow me on there. If you ever want to listen to your music podcast, you can follow both of us. From me, and Nick, Music Podcast Three on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find Frederick where he just told you. And let's get on with the show. And thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the largest dash floor in North America. You're listening to UMF Radio, and we're coming to you live from beautiful Bayfront Park in downtown Miami. As we get set to kick off three days of heart-pounding music, over-the-top production, and more than 300 of the world's biggest DJs and live acts. Join us as we all get set to experience the largest and most unparalleled lineup ever assembled in dance music history. We'll be with you all weekend long, joining nearly 200,000 crazed dance music fans who've all packed themselves in the streets of Miami. And UMF-TV will be broadcasting this event live around the world. It's obvious from this point of view that dance music has officially taken over America. This is it, dance fans. The moment you've all been waiting for. The gates are now beginning to open. I hope you're ready to experience the boom because Ultra Music Festival is on. Welcome back to the Music Podcast. You can already tell the intro of what we are talking about this week. We are talking about the history of Ultra. So Ultra... And today... and. My name is Nick, and, and I'm Frederick, Frederick. And Frederick's here with us, so we're talking about Ultra Music Festival because it is on this weekend. Muse Ultra Music Festival is on. Woo! So, Ultra Music Festival started March thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine, and it was also it was founded by Alex O. Mox and Russell Fabish. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And it started by there they were just two regular two regular DJs who they weren't like producers like they are now, like like people are now. They were just regular DJs skipping um playing records. And it was like the clubs back in the day were like the only place you could go to hear EDM music like that back in the day. And when I say playing music, they weren't on, they weren't on like MP3s or CDs. They were actually playing it off of DJing off of actual vinyl records, which have made a comeback today. Um, So people, so, so they were just regular DJs that wanted to open up a music festival so they opened up a one-day music festival in Miami named Ultra. And it was on the beach. It was on the beach of Miami. 
So there's another kind of festival that's down there at the same time, or festival, and it's called the Winter Music Conference. And they knew that all the people back in the day were going down there. So, so, so like these DJs from like around the world were going down there for that. So that's how they got them to go and play Ultra at the same time. And for the one day music festival, then the music festival just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So they went to two days. Yeah, so they knew they could get get people to go. They could get the DJs to go down there because they were already going to the winter music conference. And it started as a two. It started as a one day festival. Then it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, we can't. Like, there's too many people to hold for one day. Exactly. Yep. So then they went to two days. It was a two day festival. Then they went to three days, which we all know now. It was a three-day festival. But when they were still on the beach, the beach, um, South Beach, um, they were, the wind, there was one point in time when they first started, the wind was picking up on the beach. And... And so people are like standing there dancing. The wind is picking up. The the sand is getting actually into the vinyl records. So the needle started skipping. The needle is literally jumping off of the record player because the sand is getting into the record is getting into the record player. Wow. Yeah. And there was one point in time. Um, I don't know if you, hold on. So it was only a two day festival from 1990. It was only a two day festival from 1998 to 2006. Oh, okay. Then it became a two day, then it became a three day festival after that. And then and for their two and for their 15th anniversary, it was Ultra's 15th anniversary. They had a they had two weekend ultra. Yeah, that I remember. That was I believe yeah. that was 2011. Yeah. They had a two weekend festival and but and it was a two-day festival. Then it went to three, and um, but it also wasn't till 2012 that people around the world were be was able to watch Ultra on yeah. you. Oh wait, that that was the that was the year it started. That's that's the year people were be able to watch it around the world on UMF TV was 2000 2012. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, now you have Ultra Radio that you can listen to on um, different radio stations. You can check in, check them out on, on demand on SoundCloud. I remember one year doing Ultra. Uh, remember that? I don't know if you watched it, Nick, but remember when they when Marshmello uh, brought uh, Will Smith out? Yes, I watched that one. I saw that one. 
Yeah, and everybody was going crazy. And he did the French Prince of Bel Air song, I think. Yeah. Or, or no, I think but, he did. You the... know, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air song. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was the Welcome to Miami. No, coming to Miami. That yeah, it was coming to Miami song. Yeah. And then um, I remember one year Ultra Day got canceled. Uh, this was way before the pandemic due to a bad storm back in two thousand and three. Yeah. Yeah, and then and stuff. Yeah, so the only places that they have had Ultra. Besides Bayfront, was it Bayfront Park? Yeah, and Centennial Park. Yeah. That's just a little north of the park. So the only other place that they had it was in Virginia Key and and South Beach. And, uh, South Beach and also Centennial Park. Yeah, Centennial Park, yeah. But now it's hosted right there in the, in the middle of downtown Miami with worldwide stages, um, live stages, um, yeah, so they literally, they turned this, like, festival from literally nothing, basically, to this worldwide international music festival. Yep. And, like, some of the first people, because there really was no, like, main, main stage. It was still kind of like the Carl. It was kind of like, like, if you were on the stage, you were, like, on, like, the headliner stage at the point in time. And it was kind of like the Carl Cox stage at the point in time. He was kind of like the main, he was like the main stage that, that it was at Ultra in the beginning. Well, so like, remember, I remember that uh, when Carl Cox started performing at Ultra, um, he was, it was started out as a tent. Yeah. And stuff. And then when the tent, started then that's when they started adding more stage because ultra used to only have one stage way back in the ninth in the early yeah. nine or late 90s yeah and stuff and then they started going up to two and three stages and now they got like four or five stages yeah and stuff so um that's a lot of stages in ultra yeah remember yeah i remember one year um remember what was that stage with this with the smoke that came out of it but it was like always boring the spider yeah the spider yeah yeah, uh, it was a different. It was, it was like I don't know if it was techno or or uh, house music or what, but it was like this giant spider. And then they also had at one point I don't know if they still have it, but they had also also they had an um, EDM or ultra radio stage where it would be broadcasted. They would play on stage and it would be broadcasted. It was they also had like the stage that would be only played on ultra radio. And it was like the ultra radio, ultra radio stage. Do you remember that one? Yeah, they actually still have it. They do. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, like when it first, when Ultra first came out, like Tiesto was up there. David Guetta was was some of the DJs. Um. Yeah, David Guetta. Yeah, David Guetta, Carl Cox. Um. 1999 festival um and i'll post post the picture of the 1999 music festival um of ultra wow look uh, at the djs back in the day yeah there's there's like i don't recognize like anybody do you any of them yeah nobody what the hell yeah. These are like these must be old school djs and it looks like it looks like one of the sponsors back in the day was mtv you see that? Where do you see MTV? Right there. 
Oh, yeah. MTV was one of the sponsors back then. It looks like Playboy. Um, Playboy. The only person that I kind of know. Who? Jack White? Was, was, no, not Jack White. Um, no, no, no. Keep it on is uh, Union Jack. You, you, uh, 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 the big headliner main one in the middle? Yeah. yeah that's Union the only Jack, one I, yeah. I remember. But yeah. I don't remember everybody else. Yeah, there's actually a... Um, there's actually a documentary that they have on YouTube. Um, it's like a three-part documentary that they have of Ultra's 20th anniversary and all the different DJs. They talk about their experience and they actually have video from Ultra back in 1990. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't live streamed because they didn't have they didn't have live stream back in the day. Um, they didn't have like internet and YouTube and and um, stuff like that. But yeah, there's like pictures of people dancing on the beach. Like that that time that looks crowded. I wouldn't want to be on the beach. Right. That sounds that sounds hot, doesn't it? It does look it looked hot that day too. Yeah. Here, hold on. Uh, yeah, so so there's actual video that I could not play on this podcast because I don't want to get music um, copyrighted, but there's actual video that someone posted of Ultra, Ultra Beach Festival from 1999, and it's got like four different parts, and it's this one guy named Tella, oh, fuck, what's his name? Some guy named Taller Two, Taller Two, and he was performing on this on this altar stage under the test, under the tent, and yeah, I like, like that must have been a giant ass, a giant ass camera, like because those cameras were fucking like. Well, remember back in the nineties, cameras used to be a lot bigger. Yeah, they were fucking huge back in the day. Like it wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like I could just take take this phone and stick it in my pants and record the whole concert for like, like six hours straight. No, you you actually had actual tape back in the day. If anybody doesn't know what it was like. Yeah. But Uh, then again, cameras, uh, I mean, cameras, cameras, what? Oh, but you remember, uh, cameras, cameras are still pretty big to this day, but you know, they wasn't as big as they were back. Yeah. But but I'm saying, saying real, like real ones. Yeah. Are still pretty big. But like yeah. this guy to have it, I don't think he was like like I don't think he was part of Ultra. This guy, this guy, this guy who's or maybe he was. He was part of Ultra or something. I don't know. But it's just this random guy who posted it on YouTube. Right. And yeah, yeah, I can't imagine being on the beach, um, listening to EDM music. But now people walk around the street. It's this worldwide. Um, Worldwide international um, music festival. Yeah, and imagine the people back back in the day that used to listen to like that went to that festival back in the early nineties. You think they still listen to EDM now? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, they're probably. But, I don't know how old they are, but they got to be up there. Yeah, but I don't know how old um, some of these DJs are. Like, I don't know if like like some of them are still performing. I know like like um, David Gatta and. And Tiesto, they're still around. Um, I just well, remember they've been around forever. 
I just remember one of the festi- festivals I was watching on uh, UMF TV. Um, he was actually he actually proposed to his his Tiesto pro- proposed to his girlfriend. Oh yeah, was that on? That was that was on live, right? What? That was on live, right? Yeah, that was during that was during that was during Ultra. Yeah, but it wasn't it like live where he proposed on like on on national in front of everybody. Yeah, he was on stage. Yeah, he was he was DJing. Yeah. He was DJing at the point in time. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody. I heard um. That's gonna be um. I don't know if you saw in the chat and stuff, but um. Somebody said they're gonna propose. They 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 hired a a, a plane a pilot. Uh, uh, you know, like those banners. Yeah. You see. Somebody yeah. hired a. Um, somebody said they're gonna. There's gonna. There's a possible wedding proposal at Ultra. Interesting. Well, well, whoever posted it, they just spoiled it. <laughs> Not, well, it's. I mean, true. Because because what the husband or the or the the girlfriend or the boyfriend is is in is in the group chat. But we don't know who these these people are. So that's no. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just just this tiny little festival back in the day, um, and um, so so now we're gonna talk to a couple people and talk to them about what ultra means to them. I guess I go first. I'm Chris Alvarado. I live in Toledo, Ohio. Cool. So what what does ultra uh, mean to you? Uh, well, I've been part of the dance music world for about 10 years now. Um, so it's, 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 it's something that's, I don't, I don't want to say special, but you know, it, it's something that I look forward to every year. Um, there's, hasn't been a, a single year that I've missed out on that. Um, and yeah, it just, you know, it makes, it's happy. It's a happy place. I mean, it, it's something that you can be yourself and enjoy the time. Cool. And, uh, how, how, how many have you been to? Uh, this will be my third one. Third one, cool. Yeah, awesome, man. That's amazing. So, um, yep, yep. And uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite DJ? If you had to pick one, um, well, my favorite favorite top one is Afrojack. Um, I actually got introduced to the EDM world by Skrillex. I'm pretty sure a lot of us did. Um, but um, but yeah, Afrojack's my my number. Afrojack's your number one. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, so you're actually you're actually going this year? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm traveling on Wednesday. No, Tuesday night. I'll be there. I mean, I'm originally from Miami, Florida. I just moved to Ohio like a, like almost two years ago. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. are you going with? All right, let me ask you: Are you going with any friends, or are you going by yourself, or are you doing solo? I was. Uh, I might be going by this time with a friend. I usually the, the other two times. I went by myself really because you know I don't, I don't really like being with like you know people because a lot of them be like oh I want to go here I want to go there blah blah, blah. yeah like, yeah I, I usually just stay in the main stage most of the time um, so yeah but I usually go by myself but I think this year I'm going with a friend that we might we kind of have the same mentality so should be good pretty cool pretty cool. cool and you're going for the the whole weekend yeah 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 cool that's awesome. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, where, what hotel are you guys staying in in Miami? Like, what, like, what area? Are you staying in downtown or are you staying in uh, like the far well, out I mean, of? 
I, I, I still have my, my family down there, so I'm just staying with them. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And so, and are you, um, have you, like, I don't know, like, let me ask, have you ever, um, like, bought in any purchase, like, uh, any merchandise from the venue, like, Ultra, like, got any t-shirts that you want to wear or hats or drinks? No, I, I mean, no, I think only one time I purchased, like, a water. I think it was last, that was in 2019, I just purchased the water. And I kept like a bottle and I kept it with me. That's literally the most half. I never actually spent anything in the event. That's expensive. I mean, that water was like $5. So I was like, that hit me, but that was Yeah, don't get me wrong. The the venues <laughs> in, at Ultra is pretty expensive because I remember when yeah, I went uh, 17 and stuff and 19. And like, I had to pay like at least $30 for a, a bag of snacks and stuff. Nearly oh, all. Wow, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. And stuff. And then yeah, if you want to get drinks. Eat. Yeah, if you yeah, want to get man. drinks, yeah, it's it's cost like you basically gonna pay like almost fifty dollars for a drink. Yeah, here. No, no, I bet. Yeah, I usually eat a lot or like a decent amount of food. You know, before the festival, I have a decent, nice breakfast, good water, and everything, and I'm I'm good literally until it ends. So, yeah. <laughs> and have have you watched uh, Ultra uh, online in the past before you started yeah, going? Yeah, that every year there was not a year that I missed it. Wow. You know, which is like jealous all the time because, like, you know, I lived in Miami, so I'm like, why not go? But you know, I was also underage, so I really didn't have the money. And my mom was like, "Oh, I don't like that yeah, environment, yeah. whatever." <laughs> so that was like, as soon as I turned eighteen, no, not really. I was a little, you know, when I started working, I was like, "All right." I remember that first time I really was left with no money, <laughs> but I was like, "I'm going either way," and it was it was actually not the the way I wanted it because that Friday that um 2018 um it, it, it literally landed on my grandma's birthday so I was like crap out to the side to go either to be with my grandma on that on her birthday or go there so I chose to be with my grandma but I was still watching the live stream I was like tomorrow I'll be there yeah I hear you <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, now, I'm not I'm actually not oh, sorry to interrupt Nick I'm actually um I was going to go this year and stuff, but um, I had uh, like there's certain things that came up and stuff. And besides, I'm only an hour away from I'm in like you know up north of Miami, and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I was me and my friend was gonna go, but after having Mia having surgery, and stuff, I wasn't I had to cancel it and stuff. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'll go. And I'm gonna watch it online and stuff. I currently it's funny. In, in 2019, uh-huh. um, literally just a week before that no not even i wasn't i so much like so in early was it early February i think it was or late january i i'm a soccer player so i got injured i got a torn meniscus on my right leg so i had to get surgery for six well six weeks therapy then the surgery then a week off then six weeks again and literally ultra was coming up so i was and i already had my tickets i'm like i'm not i was like i ain't throwing that away i'm going regardless yeah, yeah. And literally, right like, a week a week before i actually got cleared to actually start, you know, playing or practicing again, I, I still went, you know, and, you know, I was there standing there for a total of 30 hours for longer. And we had that little issue that we had to walk that five mile. And I actually walked that five mile all the way back to downtown to where my car was. So, you know, and then it was funny because the next day on Monday I had therapy and I told my therapist and he just literally looked at me and started laughing. He's like, you're crazy. You should have gone down. I'm like, well, I did it. I'm still fine. My leg's fine. It's not swollen. Nothing bad happened. 
you know, I was like, nothing's stopping me. You know, I had to take this hurt for a while. I'm like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not selling this. I'm not doing yeah. that experience. Yeah, and those I heard the, I heard uh, the 2019 uh Ultra was a disaster getting back for people that were stranded on the island. Yeah, the first night. Yeah, the first night was horrible, dude. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it was it, we got police. I got some police on like, yo, is there any buses? Like, you know what, you guys are not getting any buses anymore. And it was right because no more buses came that night. Literally everyone had to walk and run and traffic was just hell. And besides that, I, I remember that night, Marshmallow closed the main stage, and one of those fireworks actually landed on a plant nearby, and it, like it created Shit. a fire too. I remember that. <laughs> I was I was there that year because I remember seeing it on fire. And me and my friend, yeah. uh, one of my college friends, saw it, and I was like, "Holy shit, bro! The tree got on fire! Yeah. Like the stage got a little Damn. too lit and stuff." It was yeah. it was crazy. And you know what's funny? It, it, the it same year, the same year. Uh, what was it? I think it was a year before that. I saw I was at EDC Orlando, and I saw and I was there when the stage got on fire. I don't know if you remember he hearing about that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. The the stage. I so I was there. So I got to see two fires in two festivals. And stuff, and yeah, I was it, like, it was "Oh my god, mess. bro!" Yeah, yeah, it was a mess. I, I remember, um, I was honestly, you know, like I told you, I love Ultra. I've been in, I've been in that world since twenty late or early twenty thirteen. But dude, I was like, I don't want to come back. If it's gonna be here again, I was like, I don't want to come back tomorrow. Like on Saturday, it's gonna be the same mess. And I yeah, didn't yeah. want to come back on Sunday. And, and Sunday was when Africa was gonna perform, and I was like, dude, yeah. And it was crazy because you know it was. 5 a.m. and I was driving home and my mom literally woke up that morning because she had to do something that morning so she had to be up early and she called me she's like why on earth are you at home where are you and I all I remember telling her was don't start I had a horrible night I'm going home right now and I'm going to sleep oh man <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah, I feel you yeah, brother I would have been I would have been tired as fuck too yeah I would have been too <laughs> no it, it was you know and, and, and and, you know, and on top of that, you have to add the 10 hours that I was there standing and, you know, enjoying and to have this added to the day, you know, I stayed positive, you know, it, was, it wasn't like, I'm like, oh, I hate myself, I hate this, you know, I was just staying trying to stay positive because, you know, I'm like, if I get mad, it's just going to make things worse and I'm not, I don't have time for that. But, you know, it, right. was, it, was, it was a struggle, dude. <laughs> the next day, yeah. I remember, I think I went, like, I, you know, I, I, the bus, the one bus I took to get there was the one from leaving from the American Airlines Arena. And um, I literally took that bus like at three. I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm tired. I need to sleep. I had a long night. I don't care if I miss the, the first shows. Like, I really don't care for those. The stage is also pretty empty. So it's like, I'm going to take my time, sweet time to get there. I'm not in a hurry, you know. Yeah. All the good ones didn't start to like later that day. So, yeah, you know, I remember that year when after 2019 happened. If people were calling it the fire fest, the fire festival <laughs> of ultra that year because it was so bad. Like venues, like 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 buses was canceled. Like people who had to walk back from Virginia yeah. Key to um to back to, to the mainland, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to Brickell and stuff. Yeah. So, and then from Brickell, yeah. from Brickell, you still have to cross another bridge to get to downtown Miami. So yeah, it, it so. was just. Dude, it was luckily it was for me. Was, yeah. Luckily, yeah, luckily for me, I wasn't stranded because I had a I took an Uber back. Me and my friend had an Uber back home. So we left right like maybe 10 minutes early before the uh, main stage closed and stuff. And mm -hmm. after we got back to the mainland, 
that's when I heard that everybody was stranded on the island. And so yeah. I was like, all yeah. buses were shut down. Stuff, that's what so. I did on, on Saturday. I was like, all right, I'm still going to go. And Martin uh, Garris was closing Saturday. So I was like, dude, like 30 minutes before the show ends, I started walking slowly to the back. And, you know, and I was like, as soon as he said, all right, I'm done, I literally freaking ran to the, to the exit. That way I can catch a bus. Because I'm like, I'm not going through that crap again. But, you know, at that day, there was like literally triple the amount of security and volunteers. It was like a lot of buses so you know it was like it was better obviously but but yeah i just remember and i was like and, and you know, i remember that that first night you know you said you left a little early yeah like, literally when all happened there was no ubers no taxi no lift drivers nothing no one was able to get into the island yeah wow that's crazy yeah. hey hi welcome hi. welcome to the music podcast um so what does ultra mean to you well this is gonna be my fourth year going i've been going since 2017 and uh the first year i went i got my ticket before the lineup dropped and i'm gonna be honest when i saw the lineup i was a little bit underwhelmed but i ended up going and i ended up having like the best time ever i saw uh, this was in 2017 i saw justice i saw rabbit in the moon i saw the prodigy i saw sasha and john digweed i saw tale of us prodigy and it was that was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life, especially seeing Justice on the Sunday. That was like one of those things where I don't want to say my expectations were low, but like, again, the lineup, I didn't recognize a lot of the names. And I went and it just completely blew my expectations out of the water. Wow. And here oh, we are. man. That's amazing. And honestly, I know you just mentioned the prodigy. That is probably got to been like a, a breathtaking moment. Just seeing uh, the podcast, the prodigy. I'm a big fan of the prodigy and stuff. I grew up on their music since I was little and stuff, and listening to them and probably seeing them in person would probably take my breath away, man. Yeah, especially yeah. since that was probably my only opportunity to see Keith Flint and yeah. like the whole squad. And I know that they had to cancel in 2016, so they played like an extra 15, 20 minutes. And oh, wow. Yeah. Just seeing that level of like moshing and going crazy at the live stage was like, was something to, it was crazy. I've totally forgot to ask you. Uh, where, where are you calling from? I am from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, nice. Yeah. So in uh, next week, we're at about around about this time, we're going to be heading down to Miami. So we're pretty excited. Cool. Okay, um, it should be should be like a two-hour, three-hour drive, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's from, like a three from hour Orlando drive. to Miami. Three and a half, if I'm on, uh, yeah, if I'm, oh, I'm lucky. Okay. Who uh, Who are you excited to see this year? This year, definitely very excited to see Pendulum. Uh, but Pendulum, Sasha and John Digweed, uh, Maddion, Tale of Us, Nina Kravis, Boris Brescia. And uh, I'm, I, I, uh, I, I definitely lean more towards the Resistance Techno stuff, but I'm going to definitely be checking out the Rainier Zonneveld and his back to back with Armin. That's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's supposedly rumors. Oh, there's sorry. there's supposedly rumors that Har- uh, Hardwell is coming back this year. Yeah, um, you know, um, the thing that's that's pretty it's pretty interesting. It's pretty exciting. Um, I'm not too too much of a main stage type of person. Uh, I mean, like I'll probably check it out. Like I'll probably check out the main stage or whatever. Um, but admittedly, on the Sunday, if he is closing, uh, I'm probably going to be seeing Carl Cox at the mega structure. But you know, it's still it's always up in the air. 
But uh, if he is coming back, you know, I know there's a, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people that are hyped for that. Yeah, and you know that's 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 cool. That's great. So have you been listening to Ultra? Have you been watching Ultra way before you were going? Yeah, I want to say I first started watching like 2013, 2014 on like YouTube, and uh, you know <clears throat> that's when I was like <clears throat> just getting into EDM. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so I always you know really wanted to go, <clears throat> and that's kind of what I went back to when I said originally where it's like. My first year going, I kind of like had unrealistic expectations for the lineup. Like I really was like, oh, it's going to have like Skrillex, all these people that I know. And it was just, it wasn't that type of lineup. And so I was, again, my expectations were a little bit lower and I went and it was amazing. Next yeah. year I went back and, you know, and, and one of the things I like about Ultra is that every year there's like a new, there's always something new to discover. Like the next year, 2018, that was the first year I saw Eric Prince. Eric is like my number one DJ like ever. Um, I also saw Virtual Self, Empire of the Sun, 2019. Yeah. I saw The Cube. I saw Sasha and John Digweed, Matador, Rishi Houghton. And it's just every year, it just like, again, there's always so much, um, at least for me. Like I have, I have so many conflicts every single year and I have a lot of this year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, what, was, what was your first year you went to Ultra? One year. Uh, what, was, what year did you, uh, what, what was the first year you went to Ultra? The first year I went was 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the year with Justice, uh, Underworld, Prodigy, Pen- uh, not Pendulum, uh, Rabbit in the Moon. Pretty sure they had, yeah, most like like Hardwell. Like I don't remember a lot of like the other names, but I'm, I remember the li- that was the year they had Ice Cube and Cypress Hill, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, I re- I remember that lineup because when I I uh, remember watching it online and stuff, and I saw that Ice Cube was performing at Ultra. I was like. He's not that, EDM. He's not like, the, like that's random as hell. Yeah, that yeah, is, that's, that like, is, that's really random. That's, random. that's like that's that's like getting Adam Lambert to perform at Ultra. Yeah, literally. I mean, I think it was 2018. They had like Azalea Banks, so they always have like one or two like weird like names that kind of pull out of a hat, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Like when they when like a DJ pulls out like a like like when Will Smith came out with Marshmallow, that made more sense. Than, <laughs> yeah. Then then ice cube just like as a like a like a main performer you know yeah definitely unexpected but yeah yeah and even this year you know there's like there's oliver tree which i you know isn't really what i would expect yeah yeah i heard about that that yeah oliver tree is not really he's not really a dj or EDM. but he might be on the he might just be on that live stage yeah yeah he is i think he's on playing on this on the sunday yeah yeah I don't. I don't. Right th- I, I really don't think he can sing or do anything. Really. Yeah, I, just, I think he's just, he's just like a big troll. But you know, again, like I like <laughs> some of I like some of his songs. So like, I think yeah. it might be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I think for for me personally, like personally, I'm a big big fan of the live stage and seeing all the live acts. So like, you know, there's like this year, I feel like because we didn't have Ultra for two years, you know, they obviously haven't had a festival for two years, so they're probably trying to like, you know, they had. They had to kind of scale the lineup back, I feel like, because the 2020 lineup was, in my opinion, like incredible. Like it was really, really good. Yeah, 2020 was going to be the best year when I and saw the lineup. There were so many live acts. There's like Flume, just Saffelstein. And, and this year's live acts is still really good, like Pendulum, Gareth Emery, and Maddion. But I feel like a lot of the other names are kind of, they're not like really like live acts compared to what I've seen. Maybe I've just, maybe, you know, maybe this is like a, like a, like it's uh what's it called like a, um, a sign of the times or whatever but the life stage is still good 
but compared to other years, they have, you know, Underworld and Justice and Prodigy this year. Yeah. It's not as, not quite as good. Like they have like acts like Slander and Oliver Tree and a couple others like Kashmir or whatever. Um, so yeah. they're still, they're still definitely good. But me, like, I love like the old, like the old, like OG, you know, dance. Yeah. Acts. The, the originals, like the original. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, and I'm actually really, um, I'm actually really excited to see Alice in Wonderland back at Ultra this year, and stuff. Yeah, that's gonna uh, be she cool. Hasn't, she hasn't been at Ultra since 2016, and stuff. And I remember she wasn't on the main stage, but she was on the worldwide stage, I believe, when she yeah. first performed. Yeah, I think so. And stuff, and that was that was the year I watched. That was actually one of the first years I first watched. I started um, watching Ultra live. And stuff, and when I saw Alice in Wonderland, I was like, "Wow, this is you know really good." I hope she comes back next year, but you know it's been a couple of years, and then now this is her first time back in like six, about six years now. Yeah. And so, so this this year is going to be a really good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't wait. Did you did you like when they had the the spider stage back in the day? Yes, one hundred percent, dude. Like literally. I because I remember in 2018 that was when they had Swedish House Mafia closing, and they also had Rabbit in the Moon closing, and they had a couple others. Yeah, I left Eric Prids, and I wanted to see Rabbit in the Moon because I'm a big fan of theirs. But we went to the Spider, and dude, it was a Jesus Jackmaster eats everything scream and Seth Troxler. Like I wanted to like I wanted to go. Um, like, cause I think that was the last set that was, that was ever at the spider. And I went there, dude. And like, I could not leave, man. They were just throwing down, like even with Swedish sauce mafia over the hill. Like I could not leave. Like that was like one of the best closing sets to ultra I've ever been a part of. That was absolutely amazing. This, yeah. It's kind of disappointing that they're not bringing it back this year though. Yeah. You know, long live the spider, you know, they, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is, but you know, Hopefully they bring it back one day, but you know, I, I I'm still, I'm excited to see the cove because I mean, like even in 2019, the, uh, when they were on Virginia key, like a bunch of people, at least I talked to weren't really big fans of the, uh, the reflector stage, but me, like, I loved it. I saw a bunch of like, like I saw Rishi hot in there, Sasha and Digweed and test pilot. And it was amazing. I had an amazing time. So I have, I have, I have faith in ultra that whatever that is, uh, at the cove, it's going to be super good because there's a bunch of really good DJs playing there. And I'm, I'm excited to see what it's, uh, what it's all about. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. And I remember, um, uh, back in ultra 2019 i remember seeing at the app the, what was it the abbott stage or not abbott uh abcott was it abcott nick i don't i don't remember which which uh is- the the stage where the it's like it's kind of like the resistance stage but it's also it's a dome stage but it was it's called an abcott or abset I the forgot only, the name of it. It was the only, awesome. the only resistance stages I remember from 2019. There was the the arrival, which was like the outside one. There was the reflector, which was like the like the like the small dome one, more intimate one. And then there was the megastructure. I think there was like the oasis, which was like a in between stage, but like oh, is that there. the one I'm thinking about? The oasis. It might have been the oasis one because that's uh, I remember. Yeah, the it was one it, where that was it. It was pretty small. Like I don't think it was very big. Because that, that was the be. one where uh, Dog Blood, where Skrillex oh, and Boys Noise played. You're thinking yeah, of the worldwide. You're thinking of the worldwide stage. That's where they played in 2019. Oh, okay. That's the one where I saw them at. Yeah. That that set was also awesome. I was there. Yeah, it was. That was, that, that was it awesome. Killed it that, yeah, it gave me chills seeing them back, bro. I was like, whoa, shit. 
Yeah, um, um, I'd, I seeing Skrillex at Ultra for me like that was one of the first acts I saw of a DJ playing at Ultra was Skrillex in like 2012. So seeing him was really really dope. Yeah. Um, I will say though, at the crowd there, uh, <laughs> I saw I ran into so many people who were like really mad that Skrillex quote unquote wasn't playing dubstep, and they were all like, "Dude, why isn't he playing dubstep?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's not. It's, it's 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 dog blood." They're like, "I saw Skrillex was playing." It's like you didn't even look at the lineup, did you? Well, yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, Skrillex is not playing. Like he wasn't by himself. So if he's yeah. like, I guess when he's, I guess when he's performing with another DJ and stuff, he's he don't really play. Like when he was with Jack U. They yeah, when really he was with Jack U. Yeah. Yeah. So. um I guess when he's all by himself, he would play dubstep, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. you know, people people get the point, disappointed when a, ter- a certain DJ don't play their certain type of, you know, genre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he literally just tries to switch it up when he's playing with somebody else, so. Yeah. But yeah, you uh, know, he's the GOAT. Yeah. And, and my last question <laughs> I have for you, my last question is, uh, what is your favorite uh, stage so far? Me, uh, definitely. I want to say definitely the mega structure. Um, I have a soft spot for the live stage because of all the acts I've seen there. Um, but the mega structure, you know, be- seeing Eric Prids there, seeing Tale of Us, Sasha and Digweed, Carl Cox, and uh, even Charlotte DeWitt and some of the others, and like Adam Bear. It's like it's one thing to see like a DJ. It's another thing to see them like at the mega structure with like the function one speakers with the like it's a whole experience. Yeah, the pyro and, like, and everything. Yeah, the pyro and everything. Their yeah. lasers are insane, and so that's where I'm gonna probably be posted up most of this weekend and most of next and, weekend. And before we go, who's your one time all all time favorite uh, DJ? All time favorite, um, definitely Eric Prids, 100. percent I was I was very sad when he was on the lineup two years in a row as Prids and Terez D, and he's not on it this year. So I'm yeah. really hoping he's on the lineup next year because that's my that's my goat. But I'm I'm seeing yeah. him, um, I'm seeing him on the Thursday. Uh, he's playing the Miami Music Week show with like Maceo Plex and a couple others. So I'm oh, cool. oh yeah, I forgot Miami Music Week is like a big event in Miami where a lot of DJs come to perform at nightclubs and stuff. So yeah, uh, instead of at Ultra, it'll be at um, you go to like Club Space or Eleven Club Story. Eleven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but um, I actually do want to see one. Well, I remember one year Fat Boy Slim performed in. Uh, I forgot. I think it was at Eleven, and uh, 2018. It was probably one of the best years. You know, Fat Boy Slim is a legendary DJ. Mm-hmm. and stuff and um i remember he closed it it was a two-hour set and stuff and then he brought out Carl cox on his show oh and, there, really? and the whole the whole crowd went crazy <laughs> and Damn. stuff like the whole room like the whole like club went crazy because Carl cox was like wow <laughs> but um i will i would love to see him next year though if he does come back on a uh, next year lineup for sure yeah just just whenever like whenever carl just comes in the booth like he's just just like a like a nice dude like a, like just like seeing him just like everyone just like he's just like he comes up on the stage is just smile and he's like you know like i yeah. can't help but just like like a smile when i see him because he's just like a whole he's like a big teddy bear you know yeah bro i get chills whenever time i see him i just get chills it's like oh carl cox man he's a legendary a godfather thank you guys for listening to the music podcast and thanks for everyone that came on and joined my name is Nick. And I'm Frederick. And have a good time raving this weekend, listening to Ultra, um, listening to Ultra Radio, Ultra TV, um, going to Ultra. Peace. We are out. <laughs>